Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 103 of the Are We Still Here pod. Um, I've just been on a lovely holiday and I was just saying to Jess that it feels like I've not recorded a pod in ages. I feel like I'm, I don't know, I've lost my flow, so bear with me. Yeah, because anyone who's like, well, you only did one last week, we got ahead of ourselves, didn't we? So we banked some, so that's why yeah, we're, we were in a good position. Pre-recorded. Um, yeah. So yeah. Bear with me, but I'm feeling good. How are you, Jess? All good, all good. Yeah. Jess has got a bleep test today. Any uh, millennials? (laughs) Any millennials? Like I literally shivered when she said it. I went, oh, because I just remember how awful it is. I'm the weird kid at school who would buzz for bleep test day. So, but I'm not sure I'm happy about it today with my knee being a bit weird, but we'll be fine. It's funny because Jess and I obviously both do this podcast because we're fitness professionals and Jess was the kid at school buzzing for the bleep test and I was the kid who would get a note saying <laughs> on my period anytime we had to play hockey because I hated it that much. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just loved it. I was just very sporty though. Any opportunity. Hockey though. Really... Hockey is the worst sport ever. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy it that much because I always ended up getting my ankles yeah I hated it hockey in the winter horrendous netball in the summer Mm. I'm into that even a bit of rounders I'm into that yeah I liked rounders Rounders I liked liked, we used to have to do a bit of basketball quite like that I loved athletics I did a lot of track yeah yeah even Jess even I did even I did enjoyed athletics at school Mm yeah I believe that but what was your what was your your go-to at school mine was 200 meters they always give me I believe it or not, Jess. <laughs> I used to win the the uh hundred meters at, at yeah. sports day. Yeah, that's cool. It, yeah. but we're talking. I'm not that anyone from my primary school will be listening to this. I mean, that that would surprise me. But it wasn't hard. <laughs> oh, really? We weren't a very sporty school, so the fact that I won it doesn't make <laughs> me look good. It just it just makes the whole school look bad. <laughs> I'm not fast I'm not fast um yeah anyway we're gonna talk today um we did an episode I can't remember what number it was but um my mum messaged me saying she really liked it and actually a few people said she really uh, they really liked it and we did like kind of a heard it on the grapevine as in just things that we've heard when we've had conversations with clients or um anything reddit or not reddit but we've read it on uh, instagram or tiktok whatever um and so we've got a couple of topics and the first one is how damaging and just the word should basically and how we hear it all the time and how we need to think about why we're saying that word um Mm -hmm. because well if you think about it let's put it in a sentence um I should be able to lift that and then if you think that's an odd sentence why should you be able to um don't know why where does that come from I should be able to deadlift 120 kilos why well because I've been training for a year like yeah but have you been training okay one year also not a lot 
have you been training specifically to be able to do one max lift at 120 no well why why should you be able to do it then like it's just a word that doesn't necessarily mean make sense and it has so many like and when oh, Jess is going to read something from from a book in a second and when you really listen to that you're like it's so unhelpful that mm. word is so unhelpful because it's it's putting expectations on yourself that aren't really set by you because should mm-hmm. should implies that it's some it's you should be able to do something because someone else has either done it or said you could or given you the idea that it's possible or I don't yeah. like that word. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I think um it's it is interesting. We obviously hear it a lot in the fitness world, but you'll hear it with people when they say I should be earning this much money by now or I should be able to like do that skill or whatever in should be married I should have kids by now I should have a house by now it's literally (laughs) yeah it's it's everything in in the existential crisis of millennials at the minute it's like I should be able to afford a deposit for a house now says who why should you yeah I should have why 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 so it's general like expectations isn't it yeah have that they've either set on themselves but yeah like like Sasha said there's there's um the a quote from this book that sprang to mind which is the values factor by Dr John how do you say that De, De Martini is it De Martini De Martini like the drink <laughs> um, <laughs> um and he he basically says a quote in it here which he says how do you know whether you are living by your own values or by someone else's there are two simple ways to tell one whenever you try to live according to someone else's values you find yourself saying should ought to or have to and two when you fail to do what you thought you should you experience the a b c d's of negativity which is anger blame criticism and despair directed towards yourself so whenever he hears anyone say i tried to do it but i just didn't seem to get around to it he understands what they have tried to do isn't really that important to them what was truly more important was what they kept doing instead this is why they kept doing it which is when it comes to values, like, in other words, saying I have to or I should is kind of a fantasy in which you try to convince yourself that something outside of your true highest values is really important to you. So I love that. That's really good, isn't it? If we if we go back to your deadlift example yeah. there, maybe yeah. if somebody, let's take two people. Let's take person one who's John. saying, John, John, who's saying I should be able to deadlift whatever double yeah. double his body weight yeah i should be able to deadlift double my body weight um because i've been training for five years mm-hmm. and sporadically working mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. movement patterns that will help him with his deadlift mm-hmm. not consistently sporadically mm-hmm. but i should be able to do it because i've been doing it five years that's john that's john sally sally on the other hand feels like she should be able to do it because she has been working on the correct movement patterns mm-hmm. consistently with a coach maybe mm-hmm. but she's been doing it for a year with no previous training experience right so those two instances for me is one person hasn't been like attribute in like what we said their truest values to that first that first instance john is basically saying i should be able to because of the time i've been doing it even mm-hmm. though the level of effort and consistency probably hasn't been high. Mm-hmm. So therefore his belief is, well, I've put in hours, time. But, time. Mm-hmm. but Sally's is, is maybe 
an expectation because she has been doing what she should be doing, but she has a shorter expectation than probably what we would give her as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Like it's, let's use John for, for an example. It's like he's put in the time five years and let's say let's use an example of like reading a book like say you've got a big book 500 pages and you read it but you're not reading it you're like skimming it and and it takes you let's say if you're a a reasonably fast reader let's say it takes you two or three weeks of reading what 20 pages a night whatever and he's like well I read that book it's like yeah but you didn't because you you were skimming it and you've given three weeks of your time but you haven't you haven't it would be better if you took six weeks and actually mm-hmm. read it but obviously yeah people think oh yeah but I've put in the time I deserve the outcome it's like yeah but it doesn't work it doesn't that's not how it works and it also might take someone a lot like we were talking just before we start pressing record you have to remember that a lot of people are naturally better at certain things they just they just are like Jess is sportier than I am. It's just, and Jess has got a natural athletic ability that I don't have. And I could say, yeah, but I'm a fitness professional. I should be athletic. And it's like, that would be a classic example. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. <laughs> and yeah. And, and what was Jess? Just tell me about Sally again. She's put in one year. Sally's one year. She's, she's done everything by the book, quote unquote, with a coach but her expectation is that she should be able to do a deadlift by now, a, a heavy, a heavy. Yeah. That's just a, that's a time thing. Could be uh, an ego thing. Um, but also that's when it's like, yeah, but it's arbitrary timelines. Mm-hmm. You could, I could do a deadlift program and stick to it perfectly, recovery, sleep, eat lots of food, not miss a session. And I might not get, the result I was hoping for but I probably will if I keep going mm-hmm. I was doing if if I'd if the the goal was um relative to my strength levels my body weight and I just kept going for maybe 18 months two years then yeah maybe I, I would but just randomly saying I'll give myself one year it's like why yeah that's, that's just you've made that up it's just made up right um it's the same with um you know running marathons it's like what it's like why I say to people some people say if I book one then I'll train for it but really it should be you should book one when you're ready to do a marathon but obviously Mm -hmm. people I'll book one and then you know uh uh, and then it will force me to do it it's like well you've already started on a you're you should be able to run the marathon by that day and it's like it doesn't matter can you you either can or you can't so um God, there's so much in this word. I feel like I yeah. talk about this word for so long. The, the should thing as well, like you said there. Um, I think one of the challenges is let's let's say we you do have Sally at a year mark, and she's frustrated that she's only just started using the barbell, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, "I thought I would be able to lift heavier than than this now," but you're like, Sally, let's not forget that you couldn't even bend your knees or hinge your hips in mm. week one I was working together. Like, oh, right. Or whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Like helping people see how far they've come is really important because, uh, and, and we're going we're gonna to go into this in, in the podcast today, which is, yeah, we, we all have a 
we all can be a bit nightmares for stopping and recognizing what we have achieved rather than our beliefs of what we haven't and what we should yeah exactly and Jess read the um can you just read I wrote down the word convince read the part where it says convince in that quote because I feel like there's something in that Mm. in other words saying I have to or I should is kind of a fantasy in which you try to convince yourself that something outside of your true highest values really is important to you yeah that's so important and then when you fail to do the should you actually end up beating yourself up yeah but god I've tried to do that many times you do convince yourself that it's important to you and that's when 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 you have a set of goals or a set of or you know even secret goals or whatever goals everyone knows about when it's something that you you want to care about but you don't deep deep down you don't it is a it is a case of convincing yourself every day and forcing and that's just that's when it's doomed and and that's when the smallest inconvenience will stop you from doing it. It's when, you know, I always use training for a marathon just because it's a good example, but it's when, oh, I really want to train for a marathon. Okay, let's do it then. And then it's like, oh, um, my finger, I trapped my finger in a door. Okay, uh, yeah, but today was your long run. Like you need to do your long run every Sunday, really. Yeah, I trapped my finger in a door. Is it all right? Yes, I've got a bruise on one side. It's like, that's convincing that's yeah. you literally sat there like right my long run I've got to do it because I've got the marathon and if everyone who's either understands marathons or has ever run one your long run is really important um and you've let them that just a teeny tiny thing oh yeah but you know what about my finger but really if you if that running a marathon if you've been training for it and if you really want to do it and you love it you'd be like you wouldn't even think about the finger thing mm-hmm. you'd be like, oops anyway where am I going today what's my route you know you're not thinking oh you know oh, oh yes I don't have to do my long run because my finger mm. it's you convincing yourself um god I, yeah I've done it with loads of I've done it with loads of things when I said oh you know uh when I was in Saudi and I should be able to run a 5k in 21 minutes like, but I can't <laughs> I can't and you're giving me two weeks to train for it and I can't do it and any any running, I would want to get out of it because I the 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 value was not my own; it was someone else's. So I was just com- trying to convince myself that it mattered because it mattered to them, and it just didn't matter to me. It just, yeah, I'm sure you've got an example, Jess. Yeah, I think there's. Well, I think there's. As as you get older, I think you also explore those things because I think I cared a lot about what I lifted, whereas I don't really care that mm. much anymore what a lift I'm like well it's not it, I say that in I say that in a in a weird way I obviously I care but yeah. I don't care for the same reasons I used to care yeah I I think think yeah which I think is a big one I, I care now because it means something to me intrinsically mm-hmm. um no one sees the numbers that I lift no whereas previously it was very much like look how much I can lift and external validation whereas mm-hmm it's just so far away from that now. And the same with like the times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, like me and Sasha would probably buzz so much more over the fact that we went out for a slow run. A 5K took us 45 minutes, but we took our, we, our heart rate looked like gold. It looked like all that. <laughs> well, oh, we yeah, send each other. If yeah. a client does it, I'll send Jessica, oh, look at this. And it's like, she's like, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> And it's yeah. not like, look how fast they did it. It's like, look how efficient this person's heart and lungs were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
basically that's it but again funny. so like so that's that's the funny thing is and, and even like when I used to be on Strava I don't really I don't really use it anymore but when I used to be on Strava I wouldn't care about anyone's time I'd be like oh what's the heart rate saying I'm like oh that looks oh <laughs> that looks nice. thing I look at yeah I look at the pace and I'm and I'll look at how and I'm thinking oh and then I'll think about the person I'll be like wow either they're really impressive or they fucking or yeah but within that the beating up bit you know like when we say oh like oh, I should be able to do that and we get annoyed at ourselves on in this book he goes on to say like that's actually a gift because mm-hmm. it's your way of setting yourself authentic goals off the back of that that are more aligned with your true values yeah which I think is really helpful because maybe I don't know maybe that is a good question do we beat ourselves up over the things that we should do when we truly care for them or do we not beat ourselves up about the things because we care in a different way about them does that make sense Mm. so like do we only beat ourselves up about the things that we worry that other people will perceive differently you know what I think that's it yeah I think Whereas maybe we don't worry about the things at all when when we think well what does it matter because that's only for me I think you're right. I think um, if, like we always say, if you want to do really well at something, don't tell anyone. Um, But yeah, you know what? I think that's a huge part of it. I think it's what other people think because if I wanted to, I feel like I need to keep coming up with different, say I wanted to do the splits. (laughs) Good example, right? Because it takes a really long time um uh you, you have to dedicate probably every day to doing it um if I wanted to do the split and I didn't tell you I didn't tell my mum I didn't tell Dan I didn't tell anyone who I speak to on a regular basis about it where's the where would the disappointment come from yeah it's weird isn't it because there is an element where I think about that the one that comes to mind when I think of is a handstand that's what comes to my head yeah handstands something that, that is that's hard but but achievable if you stick to something for a really long time even if I didn't tell anybody about that there is still part of me that would be frustrated but I don't think disappointed if it wasn't wasn't going the way that I wanted I don't think it would be like oh I should be able to do this by now but I think there would be more like like with anything sometimes you have a session in the gym where it's a bit frustrating where you're like yeah that was annoying today but never mind anyway on to the next but then I think there's something like Again, I use I use the splits in your handstand. Like, say it had been a long. Cause tell you what, my um, honestly, my calves would be a limiter. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I've been like, oh, I wonder how far I am. Like, my calves are on fire. So let's just say I did it, and it took me um, eighteen months to sit in a full front split, right? And be and not just sit in it and be like ah ah ah, like sit in it comfortably and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Let's say it took me eighteen months every day. When I got there, which I would, if I did it, it would be like, wow, I would be proud of myself in a completely different way than if I said, oh, guys, I'm doing a 12-week split program. I'm going to go on Instagram Live and show you how far I am. Because when I, if I got it, which I wouldn't in that time, it, it wouldn't happen. I'd feel like if I didn't do it, I would I'm not letting the people watching down, but I feel like they'd be like, oh, that was an anti-climax. Like, and that is all, ha- notice how I'm saying they think they 
day mm-hmm. if I did it and took as long as it took in my room every night and I don't know maybe filmed so I could see how because you can't really see how low you're going so filmed how low I was going and measured it and whatever and then did it it would be like this is so cool mm. it's like when I did uh, when I did the Rubik's Cube that was a time when I didn't have a phone no one knew and I was I honestly I practiced every single day and I just well, how old was you when you did this 16 how was you so I just wanted to do it and because I saw my friend's brother do it and I thought that's cool and I really wanted to learn and it's again it's a perfect example of handstand splits it's like every you can do it mm. but it it's going to take certain people a my memory is quite good. I, I remember um, lyrics and numbers and stuff really well. So that helped me. But I still had to just keep going and keep going and keep going. And there were some times where I messed it up. But sometimes now where I mess it up. But it was a perfect example of when I got it, um, I didn't really tell because I, I didn't, there was no announcing apps at that time. Yeah. So I was like, I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. And and it was so cool because I was like, fuck, that's actually pretty cool. I don't know many people that can do that. And I didn't know how to do it. And I learned all the algorithms and and now I can do it. Yeah. Um, but now I better be like, oh, I can't wait to video on Instagram me doing my Rubik's Cube. And it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It, it I, I find it shallow and it takes, it takes away the meaning for me. When I know yeah, I, think, I just want other people to watch because it's like, all right. I think, I think everyone's different, aren't they? Because yeah. some things we can like to keep in private, some things you might want to put mm-hmm. out to the world. Um, some people might also argue that putting things out to the world helps them express themselves. Accountability. The accountability buzzword that we've said before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have said in part that maybe that is helpful in the beginning there's probably tons of there's tons of research with like smart watches and things it's the mm-hmm. it's the psycho psychology behind it that helps mm-hmm. you keep going but then there is a point where if that is the only thing that is keeping you going like Strava eventually you'll be like disappointed because it doesn't look as good anymore it doesn't look as cool so those things can play a role but if it's the only thing that's making you do it once that goes it will it will stop um yeah that's that leads into the accountability obviously we've spoken about this a few times I've done numerous posts on Instagram about it but um you still see it data accountability is essentially um well I, I kind of want to do it but if I hire someone then I'll definitely do it because I'm giving money and I and they'll keep me on track and, and notice it, it's you're placing the responsibility of your own goal onto someone else to convince yourself it'll be easier that way mm-hmm. which doesn't work it works short term yeah definitely, definitely it works short term because if, imagine if um someone's messaging you let's just say you've said that you're gonna um train three times a week and someone's gonna message you every Sunday and ask you if you've done it you're you're in the short term you're probably more likely to do it because you don't want to say that you haven't but that will not last yeah in the long run when where's that long run it doesn't last and that's why obviously it's tough because accountability and should fall into same kind of bracket of expectations and oh you know I really want to want to do it but 
I'm not I don't think I will it's like what you want to want is I've said to myself before I I want to want to um I'm gonna I can't think of an example. I'm thinking of so many examples that sometimes I just can't. But there has been times in my life where I've wanted to want to do something. Like study psychology, for example. I all oh. I want I wanted to want to, but I didn't want to. Yeah. I was actually gonna say for you, like reading, because you previously you weren't. Previously, a big yeah, exactly. So previously I wanted to want to read and you know, read consistently. But before lockdown. I never, uh, you know, I would start a book and I'd be like, I can't be asked, really. I want to want to read this, but I really don't. But now it's like, I can't remember a day where I, I didn't read 20 pages. Because now mm. it's like, I don't want to want to, I want to. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? It's um, it's it, it's understanding that you can't force yourself to can't. do something. And the same goes with exercise. So Sasha and I say this all the time, which is like, we want to work with people who want to improve their health and fitness I so convincing there's no convincing yeah it's not it's it isn't our job even though some people might think it is mm-hmm. to drag you there kicking and screaming this to is motivate you oh yeah yeah this is this is your goal we're here to kind of su- to support and guide you along the way but it's in equal parts it's not like we're we're literally dragging you along with a chain it's it doesn't work yeah. like that whipping you whipping you into shape as, as and, people say in that book, this is what he says, which I think is so important, which is whenever you try to force your mind and body to do something that does not fit with who you truly are, your whole self rebels. So when you think about health and fitness, or you think about that thing that you said you should do, maybe it's practicing that hobby, or it's um, doing a specific thing around the house, or doing a qualification to get that promotion at work. Mm -hmm. If you're avoiding it, there's a reason you're avoiding it. It, it, Your body and your mind is so much smarter than you to Mm -hmm. to kind of like wing wing around it. So I think it's it's interesting when it comes to our health and fitness because I always say the timing has to be right for somebody to work with. Absolutely. It needs to make sense to them at that moment in time because Mm -hmm. if it doesn't and health and fitness isn't in, like we've said before, maybe the top five priorities, if they don't don't, don't consider it, it's going to be kind of, kind of hard for yeah. us to make a priority for them. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I think that word as well, avoid. It's mm. like if you, I'm, I'm sure if Jess and I thought hard right now, we could think of one thing in our lives that we're avoiding doing. Um, but I think it's also, I've used this a lot um, with clients. It's like, during the time where you said that you think you should <laughs> be doing your exercise or whatever, what are you doing instead? Because that shows you everything. It's like if you, uh, we always say, if you want to um, know what's important to you, look at your bank account. Because mm-hmm. it's right it's right there in front of you. It's right there. You can literally see it. Or, or if you want to see what your priorities are, look at your behaviors and look at your bank account and look at your diary, essentially. Um, and I mine's, think mine's literally eating. just eating out. Mine's like, what's what's important to you? Food. Yeah, and, and mine's the mine's the opposite. Mm. I I very I very rarely eat out at the moment just because I'm always so disappointed. <laughs> I go yeah. have like one restaurant that's like as if it's a. I know if if I go, I'm gonna be in heaven, and mm. I think I I 
in that Sugo for those in Manchester and I think it's only that's where I'm hoping to go at the weekend actually so yeah fair fair every time I go I'm like that meal was worth every single penny Mm -hmm. and I'm and I would and if someone said do you want the meal or do you want this cash what would you have I'd choose the meal but for most other places I go, if someone after I'd taken the last bite said, right, so you can either have this meal or you can have the cash, I'd I'd take the cash. Mm. So that's, again, and that's just two completely different things, right? Um, but yeah, I think that avoiding thing is really important. And what are you doing instead? Now, a lot of the time when you ask that question, what are you doing instead? Quite often the answer is nothing. Mm. Nothing important anyway. Nothing important as in watching TV. And I, by the way, this isn't me saying this is bad, but watching TV, um, chilling, just literally like do it. And so that, my, that would my, show me that you need to make some time to do nothing because yeah. I believe that everybody, it's like, um, God, everyone, Warren Buffett says it, um, Simon Sinek says it, Brene Brown says it. Um, I've read it in multiple books that, true creativity and meaning and good thoughts come from sitting and fucking staring at a wall and doing nothing and I think that everybody even if it's when you get into bed everybody needs half an hour let's say in a day to look at a diary and go oh look I'm doing fuck all in five minutes Mm. and that's and I tell you what if say you've got 30 minutes to an hour and if you're lucky enough in an hour me and Jess are lucky we don't have kids so it's probably a, a huge part of it um, not, not lucky that we don't have kids I'm just saying lucky that we have the time but mm-hmm. that's why when I exercise I will go because I've got that time to do nothing yeah. but a lot of people who don't have any time to just have no agenda are the people who usually skip exercise to have no agenda yeah I often find myself cleaning when I'm avoiding what I actually should be doing that's a common so it, one. Yeah, cleaning because it, it also needs to happen though. So yeah. I feel like it's like a secret. Like, <laughs> like I am being productive, but it's like it needs to. This needs to get done, but I'm just choosing to do it at a time when I should be doing something yeah. else. Yeah, and, and and generally should be doing something else. Yeah, and admitting that and having a little laugh about it is exactly what we need to be doing because if we're like, no, I I'm not a vote. It's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are a vote. There's nothing wrong with that. We all do it. Hmm. But again, then you've got to ask, obviously I don't know what this is for Jess, but let's say there's something that she's avoiding. So she's cleaning instead. So that thing that she's avoiding is something that she thinks she should be doing and she's not. So maybe that thing that she thinks she should be doing isn't part of her highest, most important value. And then she might think, well, what is? What would I, what would I never clean what would I never do no I'm going to make sure this sentence is right what would I never skip to clean the gym yeah that's obviously obviously exercise and training for Jess is part of her highest values yeah and there's things that we all have that we all have it but it might be totally different yeah that's it everyone is just wired so differently and I think that's what's important to like Mm -hmm. acknowledge is there's no right or wrong but almost just being transparent with yourself but if say you are the person where you're like listen to that and said well I would actually skip the gym to clean to clean or whatever it might be fine it's it's like that's okay but 
we then need to understand what your values and your priorities are and maybe um, manage your schedule better so that we are tapping into times of day where you feel more up for the fact that you've got to go to the gym. So for example, if you are putting in the gym mm -hmm. at eight o'clock on a night time and it's you're going to be more inclined to say, I'm not going to go and I'm going to skip it because you're at home. You've just I had your tea. Never. But again, depends on who we are, right? Yeah, yeah. The only time you've got. But yeah, yeah. say, say for example, if you had another option, you had a 6 a.m. morning slot, but you just don't like getting up in the morning as it is. But at the moment, if you leave it at the end of the day, you're more inclined to skip it. That's when you've got to have that honest conversation with yourself, which is, am I going to what's happening there so for me I would be more inclined it, like I say it probably wouldn't happen as much but I would be more inclined to skip the gym if I was training in the afternoon because I don't like training in the afternoon yeah and everyone's got a, a time where they would rather train so you're more likely to skip it at that point mm -hmm. yeah I think so so yeah I think that's it understanding what your values are um and if you can't follow through on some of the things that you should and genuinely should believe you should be doing. So health and fitness being a great example. I feel like I should be exercising more at the moment, but I'm just not. Then that conversation with yourself might be like, well, well, why is that? Mm. And you might come to the conclusion that you just don't feel aligned with your goals anymore. You don't feel like you've got a structure in the gym. You don't feel like you're focused or productive enough, or you don't feel like you're actually working towards anything. And then you've got something to go from, which is, ah, okay, well, maybe I need to have a little bit of a think about what I am doing in the gym that's going to encourage yeah. me to, to get there a bit more or whatever it might be. Yeah, that's so important as well because the amount of times where people have, I don't know, had a, had their program and they're kind of veering off it a little bit and skipping stuff and then, you know, you have a conversation with them and let's just say they were training for a, well, a heavy three back squat, right? And then they're missing sessions and stuff. You say... um you know you don't have to train for a three back squat right yeah but I said I would and no but <laughs> it's literally made up you, you it's, a, it's a made up goal you don't have to do it and then once you remove that like need to to follow something that you don't give really give a shit about and let's just say and then they said you know what why what I really want to do and what I'm like really interested in at the moment is um improving my improving my rowing and um I don't know maybe building up to um like a 5k row I'm really interested at the moment and before you know it right you've removed the 3k the free uh, sorry through at max back squat from the program you've put in some strength and then and at the beginning of a couple of sessions you've put in like rowing progressions and then before you know it 100 people are doing 100% of their sessions it's yeah like, if 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 your goals aren't yours and they're someone else, it's honestly a burden. Yeah. And even, even like you've said there though, okay, let's move on to something else. But yeah. also sometimes saying to people, let's remove any goals for a bit. Yeah. Let's just go have fun in the gym. Let's, let's go have fun. Exactly. What do you want to do? What are you excited about? Like it might be um, something cool. Like, a, I don't know, like what Meg Barrington, Dr. Meg Barrington does. Like she does these like single, like I think they're called like a dragon squat and it's when you do like a pistol squat but you like your leg moves Pump right behind, behind yeah. you do you need to do that no does it look quite fun to to learn yeah and it's like it's not it's not like a again because people obviously think of weight loss and strength and muscle and stuff when is it going to help you build muscle no is it going to help you lose weight definitely not 
Um, it's just exploring movement in a way that requires kind of consistent effort. Mm. And that's it. And that's, that's, it can be, it's still a goal. I want to do a dragon squat. I think you, everyone needs to go through that transition phase with the health and fitness at some point. And, and probably all of us will go through that. Anyone who's listened to this podcast, who obviously takes an interest in their own health is Mm -hmm. when you are consistent with your training, sometimes you do get those little lulls every now and again, where you're a bit unsure of maybe some of the direction that you go in or what you want out of it. But Mm -hmm that's just like what we said in that book is it, it's actually gold because it tells you what mm-hmm. you do need to do about it. Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel a bit icky or you're not sure about something, it's like, okay, well, why, why is that? How yeah. can I make that look different? Um, which is, uh, which is a big one. Um, we said we were going to speak a little bit around moving the goal posts. Yeah. As well, didn't we? Yeah. I think, I don't think it, well, it is a huge topic, but um just just from some some examples I've been thinking why I think it's so important um in in a few aspects um I think fitness wise um learning wise and financially um you'll hear well it's called lifestyle creep I'll I'll go over the finance stuff because I think the finance one is um so similar to the fitness one it's just a little bit easier to explain um let's just say you um have a goal to earn a certain amount of money a month and then because you build up to it so slowly by the time you've earned that money uh, this is probably more of a self-employed one because obviously if you earn a salary in a company then you don't really it's tough shit (laughs) unless you get promotion you know you can't you can't just make up an arbitrary amount of money but in in mm-hmm. in self-employment you you kind of can make up whatever you want and it's literally made up um so let's say you build towards it but you build towards it so slowly that once you see that money come into your bank account and it's the goal that you once had you're like oh but because lifestyle creep so lifestyle creep is is, is basically where your lifestyle catches up to whatever you're earning sounds so like you when you said lifestyle creep, it just reminded me of like, <laughs> like I felt like you. Were, it was like a, a band. Like yeah. It sounded like a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like lifestyle inflation, lifestyle creep. It's basically, yeah. let's just say, um, let's say it's £2,500 a month, right? And your car costs you £300 a month. And then you earn uh, £2,800 a month. And then you get a car that costs you £450 a month. And then you earn £3,000 a month. And you get a car that costs you £600 a month. It's like you... You're never going to, and apart from the nice car, again, some people care about that. Some people don't. That's you. That's called, that's lifestyle creep. So that's when your lifestyle just ma- starts to match your income. So, so the disposable income. So the money that you have left over after everything you spend will always remain the same. So you will never technically notice that you are earning more money mm-hmm. because it, you've caught up. Yeah. And that's when you then think, oh, well, three isn't enough anymore. So three and a half. But then even if you don't get a more expensive car, you might spend a little bit more on your holiday. So people will be like, well, obviously, if you're, you're going to if you're earning more, you're going to have nicer things. And it's like, well, not necessarily. It depends what you want. Like we always say, like um, Ramit, who the podcast that me and Jess really like, he still he still uh, drives his car from 20 years ago. Yeah. Lane, Norton, Lane Norton the fitness guy he's very open about the fact that um he could have a, a really nice car but he's like yeah but then 
I don't care. So he just he just drives his old car. Um, and that goalpost will continuously move because remember, there's certain t- statistics that say that once you are a millionaire, millionaires will say that to live a nice life, you need uh, 1.7 million a year. And then people who earn 1.7 million a year say you need 2 million. And then people who earn 2 million say you need 2.5 million. There's so many uh, statistics on the number that you feel you need. So it will literally go up and just think of um, Michelle Obama when she was on the Drew Barrymore show. She said that she's met billionaires, but money that you can't spend, even if you want, you could try. You ain't spending that. You you can't spend it because of interest. They still want more money. And we always think we're the exception to the rule. So we think, yeah, okay, I get that those billionaires want more money, but I just want this. You're not the exception to the rule. It's a natural thing mm-hmm. for us to do. And um, the reason why that's so prominent in fitness is because you could ch- ha- pick a goal that is aligned with your values. You could work towards it. You could get it. And then before you know it, in the in the two years that you've been working up to it, you've been thinking about other stuff and how, oh yeah, but what if I could do this? And then before you know it, that goal that you had, you've done it and it disappoints you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, but... And I, I use this example, I won't name names. I have a client who uh, we started in June, 2021, 2021, yeah. Um, and she wanted to do pull-ups. And it's, as me, as me and Jess have always said, it's such a common goal. It's such a common goal for women, but we, I will openly say, I'm not scared to say it, that I'd say 5% of people who say they have that goal will do the work that it takes to get a set of five, right? Or a set of four, five, whatever, multiple, more than one. Um, and that was a goal. And she did it. She stuck to it. I think she she's missed a few sessions here and there in that time she's moved house she's got married um she's from abroad so she's been a, been home multiple times and then we did a little test the other day and she got multiple reps of very nice looking strict pull-ups right she said in the comments I'm a little disappointed because let's get let's have a little guess what word she expected more she should Oh, she should have. She should be able to do more. Mm. So even though she's an anomaly here in the gen pop fitness world, right? Not in the sport, not in competition. In the gen pop fitness world, she's an anomaly because she picked a very tough goal and she started from being able to do none, not one, none, just hanging from a bar. And, you know, when you try and pull and you're like, I cannot imagine getting myself up there, right? We've been there. And she did it for two years and she got there. And she's accumulating reps, right? Disappointed. Why do you think? Because in her head, she should be doing more. And her goalpost started at one, by the way. And it's and as she's got stronger, her goalpost is continuously moving. Continue until until the amount she did wasn't enough. Even though the amount she did was way more than she initially said that she did, she wanted. So Mm. can you see how that should, like I'm saying should, I said to her, oh my God, (laughs) 
That's so good. Mm. That's so good. And and I wrote down here, I was going to use Camille. Um, there's a, a CrossFitter called, I'm uh, going to say her name right. I will butcher it. I think she's French-Canadian. got to uh, put it in a French accent. I can't do any accent. Camille LeBlanc-Bazonet, right? <laughs> she She's the kind of, cross, she's like CrossFit for me. Mine and Jess is like 10 years ago into CrossFit generation. Yeah. Um, she's definitely, well, I assume she's retired. I know she's had kids. Yeah, she was a legend. She was so good. But what she was very good at was gymnastics, pull-ups, muscle-ups, all the, everything on the rings, everything on the bar. She was known for it, right? And I remember an interview and someone said to her, like, are you um, afraid that the younger ones are going to come in and basically beat you in gymnastics? And she was like, She's like, every time someone asks, I give them my exact progression to how I got to where I am. I give them the exact program. I tell them exactly what they need to do to the letter. She goes, I'm not scared about sharing. I don't gatekeep. She said, I will give them word for word the exact thing that I did. And she goes, but I'm not worried. And the, the person interviewing is like, but they're, they're your secrets. Like, She's like, yeah, but people don't do them. Yeah. She's like, out of 100 people, one person will do it. And, and I remember this so clearly. And she went, and she'll be there. Because she's talking about women. She goes, she'll be there. The one person that follows it, she'll be there and she'll beat me. And that's totally fine. But she goes, but I'm not scared because I can give people the exact, to the letter of what mm. they've said they wanted, but they won't do it. So she goes, no, I'm not worried. That's the thing. If you do it, you you will probably get there. But the people who are asking her for these progressions, it's not deep. They want to want to. Yeah. I think they should be able to do it. It has to come. What do you actually want? What do you actually care about? I could be like, oh, Camille, um, I really want to do bar muscle-ups like you. Yeah, okay, here you go. There's a program. Uh. Not not doing it. Yeah, because you don't care about bar muscle ups. You think you should care about bar muscle ups. The same thing for everything. Oh, I wish I really want to deadlift. I really want. Uh, I wish I could deadlift like you. Oh, here's a program. I'm not going to charge you for it. There you go. Take it. Follow, if you follow this for the next three years, you'll probably do 150 kilos. Yeah, there you go. Here's your. That's for free. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think will actually do that if you gave it to 100 people? Two. Yeah. That's why it's so important. That's why me and Jess go on about it all the time. Make sure your goals are your own. Otherwise, they are pointless. Pointless. Yeah. Not borrowed from sport. Not borrowed from your mate. Not borrowed from your CrossFit gym because you want to get your name on your board. Not from because your mate did a park run in 20 minutes. It has to be yours. Otherwise, it's fucking pointless. I, I also think it should be spoken about more that that's often the reason that people become a bit disillusioned with Absolutely. training. Like I had, I had a client in the other day and she's, she's an old client of mine from 2019. Um, and then we even worked together during lockdown and she only ever trained at home. And then we stopped training. She had like a big change in work and different bits and bobs. Anyway, I met her in the gym the other day for the first time in ages. Um, although we've kind of kept in touch on socials mm -hmm. and stuff, but she was, um, she was saying, do you ever just get the feeling though that like you're gonna have to be doing like this exercise forever? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, because that is what mm. in part mm. you are gonna be doing this movement forever. Yeah. In the gym. 
Yeah. Uh, and she was like, sometimes I just think, oh, is that it? And I'm like, because your your goal is you, you misalign with where mm. you're at, the reason that you're doing it. And we spoke around why. Mm. And it was just like a bit, it was a bit wishy-washy. It was a bit vague. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but can you see how your reason for doing that exercise, if you only think that's the reason you're doing it, that's why you're a bit like, yeah, is that it? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> so I was like, I can understand that. She was like, so I just, do I just have to do like leg press and RDLs forever? I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I would, I'd love to do that. <laughs> I was like, well, I think. Well, no, I think you don't have to. If you don't if you look at it. If you look at it through that lens, then of course I can understand why you might feel a bit like credit to her though. She was, she was, she's not like she'd stop. She was still going to the gym and stuff. But I was like, your reason for doing it just doesn't seem aligned with where you're at at the moment. From what you're saying, that's the 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 sort of the the response that I'm getting. Would you say that's fair? She was like. Yeah, I think it is probably right. I was like, okay, so what do you think it is? What do you think the reason that you're in here? And then we went down a whole different rabbit hole. It's such a is it, and I think the reason we speak about it so much and we've gone back to it so much because it's I would say it's probably one of the most important things in fitness to make sure that you're doing what you you're working towards something that you want to work on. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I, I've I've sat down and reset people multiple times and every time even though you think you're not at the time you are working towards something else yeah you're working towards something to that you, you don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. I, I worked towards something I didn't give a shit about for multiple years and then the minute I stopped I felt enlightened I fucking ran through a meadow in a white dress and I was like oh my <laughs> god this is amazing I don't have that burden on me anymore but you just, it was external. It was like, you know, ah, oh, uh, Sasha's got a big back, Scott. Oh, it's really sick. Oh, oh my God, have you seen Sasha? And it, I was like fucking, because I was young and I, I was like, oh my God, I, lo- I love that people are saying that, you know. Now I'm like, I could not give a shit. Could not give a shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, and that's why, um, I did a post on it the other day, the uh, the clarifying questions. It's just like, ask yourself questions about your goal until it pisses you off. Mm-hmm. So, until you're like, oh my God, there's too much to eat. It's like, no, ask yourself again. Why do you want to be strong? Oh, because um, I feel weak. Yeah, but okay. You feel, what, what, how, what do you mean feel weak? How, what does that mean? Well, I feel like unable to do things in everyday life, but unable to do what? Um you know it could go on forever mm-hmm. and at the end lies a, a bowl of magic that and then once we have as coaches that little bowl of magic that's when programming becomes so easy because you're like I know exactly what this person wants but when it's vague and it's a bit ambiguous it's like oh yeah so kind of you're like and, and then me and Jess will go to write the program and we're like uh <laughs> what are we doing yeah. again? <laughs> Yeah, and that's when you're like, yo, hop on a call. What what is it you you you? Are? Oh well, um, well my mate does. Uh, and you're like, I care about your mm-hmm. mate. I care about you. Yeah, I care about you. I don't care about her. Who's that? I don't give a shit. What do you want? Yeah, what are you doing this for? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think um, it's not only within fitness, isn't it? As well, but it's also like the short expectation of what um not sort of fitness in the gym I mean um 
what we should be doing with our nutrition, what we should be doing with supplements we take, et cetera, based on a lot of the time is just the stuff that we see online as well. Um, like I had a client the other day, I had a conversation with and, and she stopped tracking, which is great. I think that's a really good move for her. I think um, I've not put any pressure on her since we've been working together to track, um, but it was something that she wasn't ready to let go of yet. So I just kind of said, that's cool with you, but whenever you feel like that might be something you want to explore without, let's see. Because okay, from, yeah. from what you've said, I think that might be somewhere we should look into and anyway she was like I actually haven't tracked for like a month and I said what does that how does that feel and she said I feel so like relieved I feel so much less stressed and anxious when I go out that I'm having to work stuff out and I was like why what was your belief around like why you were using it anyway because obviously she she wasn't using it based on anything that we'd spoke about and she was like I just but I should be doing it because that's what hey. that's what you should that's what you should be doing when you're looking like this word, man. The, the more you focus on the word, the more it's literally every fucking. It's, I'm surrounded by it. Comes up everywhere. Surrounded it? by it. I should. Says who? God. God. Yeah, and do you know what? That is a really that's a really good um, question for us to ask, isn't it? Where we say says who? Oh God, I say says who all the time. You do. You do say says who actually a lot yeah. of the time. I say yeah. oh, constantly. I say it to myself. I say it to myself. Says who? Who's, who? Who said that? No one. So what, what are you on about then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say it's honestly. Say it all the time. Says who? Says who? Says who? Because or, or I say like for what? Yeah. Like, for what? For what? For what reason? Why? Why is that? And not in a like condescending like. So just because we want to know more. I. It, it just. It's. There's some things in this job what, that you say, and it it fucking opens a gate. Yeah. And, and then you notice that it opens a gate and then you it becomes like a a, a tool in a in a toolkit. Because I know that if I say says who, suddenly most people, 99% of people kind of sit back and go, fucking hell, I don't know. Yeah. That's why little things like that are so useful and listening out for should and and anything, anything to do with basically something that is external and something that is coming to this person's head and they're not sure why um and it's led them down a path which is usually when me and Jess come in because how many people do we work with that have done fitness but just have completely disillusioned or lost all direction with it and it's usually because they've thought oh I should probably just do berries I should probably just do this it's like you shouldn't have to do anything really Mm -hmm. what do you want to do you know what I just fucking love riding my bike sweet thank you let's ride a bike then <laughs> let's just do a couple of strength bits just because you want to ride your bike for a long time and we don't want your knees falling apart yeah I'd love to do that great <laughs> program design bring it up done yeah. I know exactly what this person needs I know exactly how to write it and this person's gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. see how for people listening you see how our job becomes so much more successful and uh enjoyable for the client meaningful relationship everything comes together when neither of us are trying to impress the outside world Mm -hmm. and just for anyone listening maybe lower than the age of i'd say 35 is that all my clients i train above 
that age, the older, the more likely it becomes, is they don't care. Ever I train over the age of 50, there is never any talk of external things because they've done, they've been there, done it. They're like, I don't give a shit what my husband does. I don't give a shit what my wife does. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're younger, it'll, it'll come. It's inevitable, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. But, so, I, but a caveat to that, though, I do think there are still people who are older than you and I who, absolutely. who, who still have the shoulds. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. I'm still saying, a, they still have a serious case of the shoulds, which they, is... Which we, need is, some, we need some antibiotics. We've got a case is, of the shoulds. Yeah, even even one of my clients uh, the other day who's in her 60s and she runs and she was like, oh, yeah, but shouldn't I be oh. able to run quicker than that or whatever? Aww. Janet, you are in your 60s and you're running. You shouldn't have a case. Shouldn't. <laughs> it's not helpful for you to have a case of the shoulds because just doing what you're doing is more than most people are doing. And and. Be happy. Be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish people, honestly, it sounds soppy, but I wish people were more like, I wish people would give themselves a pat on the back more. You included, Jess. Oh, right. I knew this was going to come back to me. Sometime. Me included. <laughs> me included. I'm saying everybody, everybody yeah, I know. We all, yeah, I, I, I think, agree. Oh my God. Why are we so unable to be proud of ourselves? Mm-hmm. I, we're getting better. I'm definitely getting better. So I like, like Jess always says, yeah, you like all your own posts. I'm like, fucking damn right I like my own posts. <laughs> I wrote it. I like it. <laughs> I'll share it. I'll be like, yeah, look what I wrote, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just think the opposite of the shoulds. What's the opposite of the shoulds? Mm. Is it, I don't know. Being, cont- being, is it like, I? is it, would it present, like, presence? Content at peace with what you're doing. Yeah, I guess trusting yourself that what you're doing now is a good decision for you right now. Mm. Yeah, I think it's almost like the the enlightenment. Peace. And it pro- yeah, it probably comes down to as well if you if you really break it down like from a mindset point of view, the the fixed mindset is probably I should because you're almost like fixated on mm-hmm. the the things that are maybe not in your control or almost being like what's the point type of a bit of like a defeatist attitude like oh, I should be able to do that like a bit of frustration and yeah. that type of emotion, whereas the growth mindset is like I'll give it my best shot like well I am trying or I can do that or um who knows like a bit more like curiosity and exploration rather than um frustration within within that word I think exactly Mm. exactly that Mm. right thanks guys thank you as always um if you are enjoying the pod you know what to do you do know what to do I don't know. Do you like, subscribe. <laughs> if you're new to the pod, then that means like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> no, I do. Um, uh, I screenshotted uh, something for Jess the other day, and I like how people are calling us the A W S H. Like, oh, I heard you. I like to um Charlotte. I heard you on the Are We Still Here pod, and, I, and for some reason that made me feel like, ooh, ooh, 
we've got Come a bit on, of a, but a reputation. <laughs> <laughs> we've got that reputation around here. <laughs> no, I love that. Can I just um uh also just say just before we go, this Apple snorkel mask thing, send them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I spoke to Matt about it this morning, actually. We went for a morning walk and I said, what did you think to it? And he was like, it's pretty cool, isn't it? And I said, I just don't think like that sort of eye, that clunkiness. I can see it in the future with like actual mm. glasses. Yeah. But that clunkiness, I just don't see it catching on. If anyone's unsure what we're talking about, Apple have just announced a new product, which is... Vision something. Yeah, Apple Vision something or other, which is... Vision um, Pro Max. Vision Pro Max, which is... Almost it's very similar to like a VR headset that you put on, but you can do it at home and it almost has like your computer screens up in front of you. You can pinch and yeah. pull screens towards you, put them away, but you can still watch what's going on in your room behind. And it's five. All oh, right. All right. <laughs> and it's, I was going to say, it's five grand. It is about, well, yeah, it's about $4,000. Three and a half thousand pounds. Yeah. So it's a lot of money. But then also I said to Sasha, I don't know whether it will catch on because... I couldn't think about, even though I could still see and walk around my house because it allows you to do that. I just can't imagine myself wearing that around the house. Imagine getting into it. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Let me just put fucking snorkel mask on. Oh, but then I guess in this context, like you and I doing this podcast now, would you put one on and us do the thing, but then we could have different screens? Do you know what I mean? Would you do it? You know what? It? You're right. It's difficult because we're saying, oh yeah, but I don't need that. But then 10 years ago, if someone said, or 15 years ago, if someone said, oh, you know your laptop? Well, you can actually just buy like a one without a keyboard, like just a screen and you can just carry it around with you. I'd be like, well, why the fuck does anyone yeah. want that? And then Matt said that. Yeah, Matt said that because apparently everyone said that around the iPad, like, oh, it won't catch on. But here we are. Yeah, uh, to be fair though, I've got, I've got my iPad. I've got the, the cheapest, most basic one and I barely use it. I thought I would use it. And then I look at it and I, what do I, what is this for? I've got a laptop, which is old as shit with a hole in it, but some reason still works and I've got my phone why do I want one in the middle for what yeah again for what for what for what why should I have that (laughs) anyway let's stop before I say should one more time and want to cry um thanks for listening guys we'll see you for episode 104 anyone who can guess how many times we said should on this week's episode we'll send send you you a a fiver on Monzo (laughs) goodbye goodbye